Welcome to Gensoki Radio Live, number 128 this evening. It is May 27th, 2023. I am Lunar, along here with my co-host DMJ654. Welcome. Oh, hello everybody. Welcome back to the station. We are back here in our respective studios and man, we're, we've got a lot to unpack from, uh, I mean, literally and figuratively in some cases. Uh, fun, fun, yeah. fun fact, we are still technically unpacking because I didn't get the package back that I sent out. Are you serious? Until like, yeah, until about two weeks ago. And I haven't gotten around to unpacking that box fully. Oh, so you have it. But you just haven't unpacked it. Yeah, it's okay. like I got I got the critical stuff out, but like I haven't got around to putting the microphones away. I haven't gotten around, which, by the way, this has been a lesson in how to hack something because I came back and it's just like it was a jumbled mess. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, I didn't do a great job packing this thing appropriately. I see. I, yeah, I need, uh, to, I need to invest in bubble wrap. That's going to be my next stock <laughs> investment, I guess. Yeah, so, man, you're not the only one. So, you know, and I guess yeah. for, for our listeners, we're going to kind of dive into this quite a bit during the show. But uh, this last month here, we were featured guests at Toho Fest. We were on stage announced with a bunch of other people who were also guests. Uh, too many names for me to remember, but uh, we had a lot of people who were representing the, the the cosplay team, the cosplay ambassadors. We had some folks who were DJs. We had some folks who were uh, just other like game guests and things. And uh, among all of them uh, were us. You know, we, just, we four people who run this radio station this internet radio station thing oh and i suppose you know one tam music was also on stage with us like yeah <laughs> kind of a mind-blowing experience but yeah pretty cool stuff so what did you what did you think of all that just real like just standing on stage what, what your first opening ceremonies you've probably ever been part of as as a guest what, what did you think it was actually pretty nice. Uh, actually, just like what was my first thing was while we were there, like, of course, we had like the stuff we've done the previous day when we first arrived and kind of getting our badges and stuff, seeing all the people that were out there. But then also going like while we were there, because opening ceremonies started like what an hour after they actually opened the door. Yeah, basically, it was like 10 a.m. or something like that. So. So there was like, I got to see some people, but it wasn't until we were on stage and everybody was looking at us. I was just like, oh my gosh, there are so many people that actually know who we are. Cause like they're wearing a Yomu shirt. They're wearing a Rimu shirt. They're wearing the Sherno shirt. They're wearing the hoodie. They're wearing the, 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 the XYZ. And I'm just sitting here like, oh my gosh, like people actually like listen to us. That's where I was like at, because like every time we go to AB, it's not a high concentration of Toho. I mean, in our little circle, yes, but it's it's diluted a little bit. And this is where we got to see like the pure uncut Toho community. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, there's like the first time in 10 years for me, at least where I was just like, oh boy. This is absolutely crazy that people 
like want to hear our voices. Yeah. And I loved it. I loved that moment. It was awesome. There was actually there's a great video <laughs> of it. Yeah, okay. So there there are a number of videos. One of them actually has me in it. But the one oh, that good, we good. The, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the the one that we were seeing in some places was apparently so someone was standing in the audience recording and the recording starts and i figured out and i figured out where they were setting to okay. it's like right just to the right of the dj booth the recording starts right as i think we're starting to be introduced and so the three other staff members we had you know zara we had nano and we have dmj and then we had lunar and i'm standing in the perfect position, or perhaps they're standing in the perfect position for them to, uh, well, for me, from them, from their perspective, to be standing behind a concrete column. So, I think at one point, like my arm sort of extends beyond the edge of the column or something as I'm waving. But other than that, you can't see me. So uh, we are. I am now lunar lamppost. I'm very tall. Um, at, at the top of that post. There's a rumor that there's a lampshade. Yeah, so, there's a lampshade on top of the column. That's just that's how that's how it is. <laughs> that's me apparently. If that becomes the way that some people remember who I am, I'm just yep. All right. I uh, nobody knows. Maybe I'm still here in uh, Torrance, California, and you, I just figured out a way to broadcast. They have audio equipment over there. I, I, I could make it work. You can make it work. <laughs> Maybe I never ship my stuff back. Maybe it's still <laughs> over there. Yeah, the lunar column. If you are listening to us on GensokiRadio.net or some other radio application, that's cool. Uh, if you want, we encourage you to go join us over on Discord. You can do so by going to discord.gg slash Gensokio. And we have a whole community over there. We can chat about music. You can... Uh, if you make stuff, whether it's music or artwork or video games or websites like me or, well, you know, whatever the case is, we have this whole section of our server for creators and we want to help foster some of that creativity. We've been really focusing on that for the last, I don't know, like four to six months, something like that. It's, it's been a little bit, but we've been stepping ever closer in that direction and just kind of being another way for folks to get out there because it's kind of what we do at Kinsoki Radio. You know, we have bunch of music by artists and we try to get their stuff out there and over the years if you haven't been a regular listener they've been overwhelmingly supportive because in the end i think everyone kind of realizes that uh this is a pretty niche space and anything that gets works out in front of more people is generally appreciated and so uh yeah at least the way that we've been doing it for the past 12 years uh, 12 plus years at this point it's uh, it's been a fun time and that's also one of the reasons why we were featured guests at Toho Fest uh, last month because we've been around we're, we're I guess you know it's kind of weird to think about but almost kind of one of the like the stalwarts of the community just because we've been around for we, we've been there we've been around the block a little bit right it's like we've been here so yeah, it's it's been a good time. But yeah, we had a good time at Toho Fest. We'll talk more about it in the show here. Uh, we've also obviously got a bunch of things we want to talk about that we didn't last time. Uh, technically, Live 127 was at the uh, 
the event itself, we'll talk a little bit more about that. I guess not too much, but... Um, and we also had our most recent meetup. Meetup number 24 happens uh, just last weekend. We'll kind of touch on that a little bit as well because I think it's a it's a pretty important uh, topic to cover just because it is relevant to, I, I, I want to think at least, it's relevant to a lot of folks in the community. But we'll start into a couple songs here, then we'll jump right into our journey to a faraway land, the land of California. I mean, it's far away from all of it's us. It's basically Gensokyo for it, the United States. Basically <laughs> Gensokyo, yeah, you know, it's, it's that's fine. Basically, I'm all right with the that. United States Gensokyo uh -huh. only. We have our own, we're, well, our own little I mean, patch of Gensokyo in California. Yeah. All right. Let's start with a couple songs here. One's from Violet Delta, the other's from Frozen Starfall. So we'll hop right into it and be back in just a little bit at Gensokyo Radio Live number 128.
You know, it's actually pretty fun to be back here in a proper studio setup versus the one that we had a month ago. Yeah. Despite bringing all of our stuff with, like, it was a bit of a bear. I might talk about that later. I might not. I might not want to. <laughs> but uh, during the break, DMJ and I were talking about one uh, particular thing. Um, I guess we can't talk about that secret project that you that yeah yeah can't talk about we it. we can't talk about that one but what we can talk about 
are some of the things that we had on the display table out in the open while we were at Toho Fest. So, you know what? Let's just make this part of the thing. Um, other than being featured guests at Toho Fest, what do we do? Well, we were... Is this even the right document? Why am I looking at meetup number 124? All right, there we go. Uh, I was like, we did not talk about how we can improve the creator server. That's a different topic. All right. Um, we participated in the opening ceremony. I was a column. I was honored to be, I was thrilled to be the, the lampshade at the top of the post, um, or the moonbeam, as Wadamigo what, what, call it. Is that what we're gonna, we're gonna call your, like, kind of, like, role, where we talk about, like, I am, like, the rock, the anchor that holds this whole operation again. You're the lampshade on top of the lamp. Um. Are you more, are you more the bulb? Look, I wear many hats. And one of those hats happens to be a lampshade. You're a Toho fan. If you don't have a hat, you die. But but none of them wear lampshades. I'm different. I'm unique. <laughs> now I want like a... Somebody please draw Lunar in Zun style, oh art style. Like, like, like one of the Toho girls and his hat being a lampshade. We'll print it on a beige, a beige colored t-shirt. And then I'll sign it Lunar. I just got a, I just got like did you did you hear that looter next to me? What? I heard I heard somebody said next to me he's like do you have a reference image? Oh. <laughs> might happen. I see. Well, I don't know if if Eggy really wants to take that on, I guess, but I'm just Yes, Eggy Eggy might want to take this this down <laughs> cuz yeah. I could see many a shirt being made. Uh, yeah. <laughs> In <laughs> All right. Okay. So yeah, opening ceremony. Um, we had a vendor booth on sale. We weren't selling anything on location, but we definitely wanted to take take advantage of the space. So we did a couple things there. Uh, one is we did our best. We planned a lot for putting together some sort of setup that would produce uh, sound, like really good quality sound that we could play during our time there, and to fill in some of the what we thought was going to be fairly vacant uh, airspace in terms of you know like music atmosphere that kind of thing what we what i what i didn't quite understand i i had made an assumption i i had made a, a very uh unfortunate assumption and that is that in the plaza space that we were in there is an outdoor stage but although i knew that we had events that were going on in some place that was considered the main stage, I did not think that we were using the outdoor stage. So I thought, well, there's not going to be a whole lot of music going on. So we, I put together a significant setup uh, that we had been talking about on some of our live shows for months at this point. And it, as it turns out, they had the full, like, the full system, basically. They had... Ah, gosh, I can't even think of the term, but, you know, like, the stereo speakers with the big subwoofer base at the bottom, and then they have satellite speakers around where the columns are and the sunshades are and stuff. Like, they had the whole setup, had the whole system, they had a dedicated audio engineer for it, an actual person that was uh, just making sure that it all sounded great. So, th that was one thing that I didn't catch until it was definitely too late, and that was that uh, our sound setup was basically nil compared to that. Um, we did play some music 
but it was very localized and not quite so ambient uh, as I thought it was going to be. But the other part of the booth, of course, other than doing the music thing and uh, stuff like that, was to show people uh, something that we had been talking about for exactly 90 days prior to that day, that moment. And that was uh, the Parade of CDs that was showing people the actual physical craft of designing and producing CD albums, like music albums. You know, you can hold the album in your hands, you can see the label, you can see the different artwork and the different like skill levels of different circles and things. It's just, it, it, there's all this effort and energy and work that goes into just designing the stuff. Uh, and that is, again, I mean, I've mentioned this many times before, but I'll say it again. The still, even in the year 2023, the primary way that fan works are distributed, they are physical, they are CDs. Uh, it just so happens that most of that's in Asia and not over here. So, um, but that's something that I really wanted to bring to people. And actually, it was almost ironic in a way because we had our booth. There were there were two tables to uh, both of our sides. We had um, oh, we had this Lyric, is so cool. Yeah, we had Lyrica Lives booth. They they were selling some really cool uh, like little crafty things. But on the other side was the man himself, along with his high school friend, Tam from Tam Music. And he had his table with all the CDs, he had tapestries behind him, basically the way that he does it anywhere else. He brought it all with, and he was selling music. So you could see, and in and like we even referenced, yeah, so you see our table, these are from a whole bunch of different circles. We just had to point to the left to show how an actual circle does it. I'm like, this is real, guys. You don't have to take my word for it. Just look to the left. Just look look to your right, and you will see an actual circle selling their works. It was awesome, honestly. Like, to just... To reinforce my point, I guess, you know? Anywhere else, I wouldn't have been able to do that unless, you know, there was another guest or, or I was in Japan or something, but, you know, it's just the whole point of the parade of CDs that I'd done three months prior leading up to Toho Fest and showing people the works at Toho Fest itself was to reinforce that idea that this thing is real. And if you want music, a lot of times you have to get it physically. I know more of it is available digitally, but even with that, I mean, we've had this discussion, I'm not really going to get into it, but you know, uh, digital platforms being as they are, they are as we've discovered in the past less permanent. I mean, CDs ultimately, every everything kind of goes away over time, but CDs are actually something that you have. If a digital music service decides tomorrow, oh yeah, so like in two months from now we're gonna uh, not be available, and then you'll have two more months after that to download your stuff, and if you miss the window, then too bad, you're out of luck. Any albums that you bought, <clears throat> Google Play Music, you can't get them anymore. <laughs> Google Play Music. <laughs> so, I'm uh, still bitter about it. I'm, well, I'm, I'm just saying, like, your options are actually really limited now, right? You have Apple Music, and what else do you have? Aside from, like, some smaller, more boutique uh, online sellers. Like, th there's, there's, not, there's, no, there's no big competitor to Apple Music, because it is Apple Music. Like, yeah, you can't really the thing that ties directly to what used to be, like, the iPod, and now the iPhone, obviously, but it's just, like, it's this huge thing. Everyone knows about it. 
Anyway, I said I wasn't going to talk about that, so I'm going to end it there. The other thing we did at Toho Fest was he had a one-hour panel. And it was a... I kind of described it... I had to describe it to Miko Tana ahead of time for the, the, the programming book. But I said, okay, our plan is to basically do, like, half a panel and half a Q&A. So it was panel slash Q&A in the, in the booklet. Um, <laughs> side note, uh, there was a booklet, but it was far more legible to go view the program online and i'm i i understand things happen i don't i don't know who is in charge of that but hopefully next year their program guide is actually readable that would be great it wasn't every page either it was like yeah. only only on the parts that actually mattered yeah of course yeah so i mean like most of the pages were fine but when it came to like the google charts or the google sheets looking stuff it was um yeah could have been better. Hey, live and learn. As we have lived and learned at this event, we'll tell you about what we learned. <laughs> we'll talk about it. All right. We got to meet a whole bunch of people, all right? I mentioned Mikotan. We've, we've talked to Mikotan on our program before on Gensoku Radio Live, so it was really cool to be able to meet them in person. We also met uh, Nocturnal Joey, or Joey Beta, as we uh, know them from years past. They were the uh, gaming person, like the main gaming person for the event itself. So uh, pretty cool to see them there again. Um, I know DS4 has also been a friend of ours, DMJ and, and mine, you know, it's a, we've known them for, for years. Like it's and we've said this before, but like Toho Fest really in a lot of ways was this big reunion. You know, we got to see a bunch of people that we just hadn't seen for a really long time. And that's part of what made it really cool. Uh, but we also met some folks, uh, some other folks that we've talked on, uh, talked with on Gensoki Radio. We met Ponderful. We met Medukitty. We also met some folks in our community that we hadn't, I don't think we talked to them before, and maybe we did, but um, Megapig. You put names to faces. Yeah, names to faces. It was, it was a huge part, really. Uh, Megapig, which I thought it was fun that they were wearing a hat that was kind of similar to their, their YouTube logo. Did you, did you notice that? Yeah, I, I did kind of <laughs> notice. I was just like, "That that's cool." I, I wish I could just wear a lampshade and have people know it was me. You know, like <laughs> that would make it so much easier. But uh, yeah, actually, side note, you know, during the opening ceremonies, Mikotan introduces everyone on stage. But in my mind, and I think we discussed this a little bit ahead of time, I'm like, okay, if nobody hears the sounds of our voices, they're not gonna know who we are because. We're not really, we're not exactly known for our faces or appearing in person or, or, or whatever, you know, like, we don't do video streaming that often. We have in the past, if you're lucky enough to have cat, you know, have caught one of those, it's fine. You know, I'm, I'm not in a position to do a face reveal because people know what I look like. It's just, it is what it is. It's not a big deal. Uh, but the problem is for those people who don't know who we are, they're like, I don't know. Even if they, they're like, who are these four people? And I'm sure at least one person in the audience would have been like, all right, as soon as I hear that person's voice, like, they would just know. Like, DMJ, that's Lunar, all right? Like, names to faces, but in the opposite direction, right? So, of course, we met Tam once again. Uh, I've actually met him, I think, three times at this point. So, um, first time meeting this man. Yeah, the DMJ's first time. So, obviously, there was a 2015's Toho Con. There was 2017 when I uh, went to Comic Market 92, and then 2023 Toho Fest. So 
all good stuff there. Um, I remember yeah. commenting to somebody about Tam, and I was just like, we must protect Tam at all costs in the <laughs> fan, fan base. He is a gem and a treasure and shall not be infringed upon by this community. Yeah. We shall defend this man because <laughs> his energy is something I can't find unrivaled anywhere else. I love him. Yeah, I mean, if you think DMJ is energetic, Tam is next level. It really is. Tam is beyond. Like, where if, like, like, have you seen those memes where it's like you got the brain and then it keeps going like higher and higher until you have ascended? Mm -hmm. He has gone beyond ascension. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, also met some other folks in the community. Uh, not necessarily huge names, but, you know, people that I've known for years and. You know, I've, I've met James before. He's actually one of our mods, but like more, uh, I, I don't know if people know that. I guess I won't say it, but yeah, you know, he's, he's done stuff. He's worked on like, if anyone remembers Fantasy Crescendo, um, he was one of the main folks behind that. Uh, just kind of is around, has been around for years. Um, Mr. Dan Alfredo is out there as well. He actually runs the Toho Project Discord server. Actually got to meet him in person. Hasn't happened before. Like. There have been so many opportunities, like if I had ever ventured to go visit SakuraCon, for example, I probably would have met him by now, but it just hadn't happened. And obviously some other folks from the, from the, you know, that community, you know, Hazu's in chat, hello, um, you know, Rowan, Ryuking, you know, there's just a whole bunch of other people out there that so we finally, again, got to put faces to names. Uh, so really cool stuff that we were able to do that. Um, as just another side note, I kind of, as a guest, I just, and well, as a guest, but also as a person who was running a booth, I just felt that my time overall was a lot shorter um, when, yeah, me mentioned hello. Uh, <laughs> it's not even countries and listeners, what's going on? But uh, yeah, no, I, I just kind of wish I had more time to go hang out with those folks. So uh, just, it wasn't really in the cards, you know, it was, I was still going, doing the school thing. Um, I know a lot of people spent an extra day afterwards. They went to Disneyland, and that sounded like fun. But yeah, uh, everybody went yeah. to Disneyland, and I was just like, I don't know how it have. I don't think I would have survived after yeah. what we went through. Yeah, yeah. Well, also, like, so the other problem with that is that I had some stuff to take care of after day two, and I just wouldn't have had the time to have gone when everyone else did because I would have been trying to figure stuff out. Uh, it all worked out. Well talk about that when we hit the timeline uh, part here so uh we did have a couple people who we kind of missed out on a little bit um freezy x was one of the official artists that was visiting but um this is gonna step into rumor uh land a little bit here but he was like i don't know if he was kind of stuck in another country or if he was double booked or what the heck happened but um unfortunately he wasn't there in person he did on day two, I think, have someone able to come out and yeah. have a table. But other than that, would have been nice to see him again. It's uh, obviously been several years. Hazu confirms he was double booked, so hopefully that's uh, got the right of it. And then the Toho Roadshow, who obviously like, you know, PTR and them. It's always fun to, to meet them again and hang out and stuff. Uh, we haven't seen them since 2019, where we usually see them in Boston. And... Uh, don't really know what the deal was there. Uh, haven't heard anything. Have you heard anything? I I haven't heard much. Yeah. I was just like, you know, 
because when I was there, I was kind of like, I was the person who had all the info was Zara. So mm. I was kind of just like picking back off what he knows. Like, what do you know, Zara? Thank you. Regurgitate. Yeah. Yeah. If Zara was here, actually, um, might be might be able to give us a little bit more on that. But um, but yeah, that's that's all we know. Again, that steps into a little bit of rumor land. I'm, I hope we'll get some more definitive answers um, later on here. So, do we want to step into the timeline, or do we want to hit a couple more songs here? I would hit a couple more songs then, because I feel like the timeline might go long. Okay, sounds good. Uh, I'll hit a couple songs here. We've got something from Yo Boy Motoy, and then we'll have something from Home Gang of Gensokyo, uh, Round Loudness, I guess, I made this one. So we'll do a couple things here, we'll step back into it. Gensokyo, do you live number 128?
Uh, I hope you're awake here. I'm gonna switch this here. Here we go. We're back here on Gensou Security Live number 128. DMJ is my co-pilot for the evening, and uh, we're gonna talk about some Toho Fest stuff. This is the recap episode, because we were at the event for Live 127, and then there was Live 126 before that, where we could talk about how we were preparing, but we haven't actually had a live show to actually talk about what it is that we did. I know a lot of people, they get home, you know, they offload the photos from their cameras or phones or whatever, and they start posting a bunch and they talk about it right then and there because that's just what they do. And it's, you know, timely, relevant, all that stuff. A lot of people still sort of feeling the convention high, as it were, um, before the post-con depression sets in. But uh, yeah. that's just how it goes, I suppose. But for us, this is the event. This is the time to do it. So here we are. And uh, also, it kind of catalogs uh, stuff that we ended up doing. So we've got a bit of a timeline, and this is really just how how was it from our perspective? Because, I mean, for us, I guess it was not really so much, uh, not really so different from other folks, being that we uh, were there and generally just an attendee like everyone else, but also we had guest badges, we got there a little bit earlier than I think a lot of people did. Um, we didn't actually realize how long the line was in front of the building until people were posting it online after everything was already done. Like, DMJ, have you seen the videos? Have you seen the line that, yeah, that wrapped like ha it. halfway around the building? Yeah. It was kind of nuts. But yeah, uh, I think... Uh, don't quote me on this, but I want to say like the final number was like over 800 attendees or something like that. So it was pretty decent, honestly. Uh, their their pre-reg, I think, got into the 700s, and then I think there were some walk-ins. I don't really know. Um, I, I'm not a staff member, so don't quote me on any of that, but that's kind of just what I've heard in the, uh, you know, through others and stuff. So, but yeah, uh, when we got there, uh, day zero. First of all, I would. I just want to preface this. Really happened at the best possible weekend. I think during my semester, it just so happened that I was not super busy that week. That had only happened one other week for the entire semester, and that week was spring break. <laughs> because. My so the fact that I just had like a couple things to do for the whole week and then that weekend was clear, that was amazing. That was luck. That had nothing to do with the convention itself. I just want to point that out. I would have been like sitting at the booth doing schoolwork or something stupid like that uh, had it been any other way. So <laughs> I'm just really glad I could have set everything related to school aside for the entire weekend and just not worry about it because that hadn't happened in literally months leading up to that moment. So that was cool. But day zero. All right. So you guys arrived before I did. Yes. Uh, we all flew in because we all live in different parts of the country. None of us live in California. Uh, so none of us drove there. We all flew in there. And so the group arrives at the airport. Um, did How did you guys get picked up? So was it, did someone like ride along Jan. with someone else? Well, I know that Jad picked everyone up, but like, were the three of you all together? Okay, so the way it got was was when we got off our flight, Jad grabbed us, uh -huh. and then and we for, went to for, go. For folks who don't know, basically 
We didn't have to worry about transportation to or from the airport because the convention just took care of that for us. I so. want to. I want to. I want to preface the rest of the show. Jad is absolutely the coolest person ever, and I want to like shout this man out because he absolutely nailed it. This entire con, he is the most awesome guy. He was so helpful. He helped us out so much with so many things, and he was available whenever we needed him. And you know what? Shout outs to him, Jad. You're you're a champ, man. Yeah. Um, he he just so. I guess the other thing was that, like, just generally speaking, they were short staffed for the number of people and the number of things going on. They needed more people to like on their side of things. So the fact that this this one person was kind of just there to be our go to person so that we didn't have to worry about stuff was awesome. And it was one of the from from a guest perspective and obviously not just for us, for like all the guests is my understanding. They were awesome because they just did the work that they had to do. They didn't complain at all. Um, they they were super chill and just like fun to chat with. That was about it. So, so yeah, uh, really good times there. Okay. So from so back to back to your experience then. Yeah. So we showed up. Jad picked us up, and they were like, "Hey, we're gonna go. We got one more person. We have to go grab. We have to go grab Punderful." So we got there, and we already had plans because um, we came in at. We got in at about 9.20-ish. We were early mm -hmm. um, compared to what I'd said on our flight itinerary. So it was actually kind of crazy that we got in early, even though we were had like a long, de uh, not delay, but it, like it took us a minute to get from during taxi when we were in Louisville to get from where we were to the runway we needed to get to because there was like some sort of small animal or something on the runway. Oh, okay. So there was that. And um, so, and also, I think when we were in Vegas, we also had some sort of issue where they had to change gates for us, but it happened to be in the same terminal anyway. Um, so we get there, we have to go pick up Punderful. And so this is early in the morning and Jad's like, hey, so we can't go to the hotel because there's check-in doesn't start till three and the convention center also doesn't open until later so we're just going to figure out whatever to do and i'm like well we already had plans to go to this mall and i'm we decided to like carpool with ponderful to head to, the, head to this like sick mall i have to get the name of it again but it's it was pretty cool so when we got there it was me eggy jad ponderful on the same car Okay. And then we went to this mall, and this mall had this Japanese like supermarket. Mm -hmm. And it was absolutely like I've never been in a Japanese supermarket before. Like this straight up, it was the coolest experience ever. They had absolutely everything. It was like it was a pretty decent sized one too. It kind of reminded me, I wouldn't say the size of a Costco Costco, but like it was pretty big for supermarket standards and this was just japanese stuff so we got to try like a bunch we got to try a bunch of stuff while we were in there and there were a bunch of little ramen shops there was like a bakery 
but the cool part was it was attached to an actual mall and we found out this mall had a ton of little like anime stores and a bunch of like other nerd things so we cleared this mall out of a decent chunk of toho stuff <laughs> like there was there was like used toho stuff there and we just cleaned them out i see that's where we got all those buttons from. I'll I'll have something to say about that on day three when we get there. Yeah. So we cleaned that place out. 100% 10 out of 10 wood mall there again. So then Jad's is like, hey, we'll pick you up when you're close to time. And I'm like, okay, Jad's going to come pick us up. Who's in the car with us? Nano. I didn't know Nano was going to be in the car, but Jad's like, hey, I'm coming to pick you up. I got somebody. And then Nano's just, I open the car door. There's Nano just <laughs> staring at me. And I'm like, hi. Well, that's fun. <laughs> then we went to In-N-Out. Okay. Cool. Um, so you had this whole, you, you talked about this before as well, about In-N-Out and your plans for this place. Yeah. Um, as you could see, timeline day two, right during the TAM uh, music performance. <laughs> okay. Uh, I have a full thing about this. Sure, we'll get there then. Okay, so um, yeah, I wasn't aware that like so, in my mind, I guess I was I was like, so I knew that you had met up with someone else. I didn't know if it was like Nano and Ponderfold or you or or who like how that worked. But I guess that's a little bit more clear now. All right. So if, so when you so Jed picked you up from the mall, was it? And then Nano was there, and yeah. then you guys went to the hotel. Is that how that went? Well, we first went to In-N-Out because Nano hasn't eaten since he woke up. Ah, sure. So he wanted to get In-N-Out. I didn't want to get In-N-Out yet because I was going to experience it with Zara. So we decided we were going to go to... So after that whole thing... And by the way, in the drive-thru, that's when they canceled because this entire trip, there was a looming like... So I took the Friday off. But they told us we were going to work a Saturday. And I was told by my team leader at the time like hey you still have to put in for that saturday even though i was told by my committee person if i take the friday off i automatically get the saturday off that's how it's always worked mm -hmm. so i was kind of had this looming like oh if i don't get it off i'm gonna be i'm gonna have to go talk to labor and all this stuff and then while we were in the drive-thru i get a phone call from work saying they canceled saturday wow right at the be this was right at the beginning of the friday shift jeez technically and i was just like oh boy all right. oh no it was later than that because it was at the beginning of the shift pacific time so eastern it would have been three hours into shift they were sitting out robocalls saying they were canceling the saturday okay oh so that is... that was so before we really even got into anything uh con related on day zero you had that off your shoulders yeah already and it was chaos already at work because all three of the major hierarchy systems within our team were all out that day. So we literally grabbed, they grabbed a rando from our team to run the team that night. We had no training. Okay. Dang. Yeah. Yeah. It was bad. Like, and it, it, it all, it was all unfortunate timing because we knew I was not going to be there. And I knew that my team leader wasn't going to be there. And I'm the backup team leader. And the guy that normally we would fall back on who has the training, his dad died the previous week and he was on bereavement. Oh boy. So it was just this whole thing. And I was, I, I had to I, like, while I was in the car, I was texted him and I was like, Hey dude, you good? <laughs> so after that, I think that we did, we met you 
at badge pickup. Yep. Because we went to the hotel, dropped all of our stuff off, and we yeah. decided, hey, we're just going to go to badge pickup, pick up our badges. Mm-hmm. And we didn't know what time you – like, we knew roughly what time you are going to show up, but we didn't know if you were going to go to the hotel and then come to badge pickup, and we were just going to meet you at the hotel. Yeah. Um, so as I think this was – so we're starting to sync up now. So mine was the last – flight to arrive i was the last person to get there and and i've said during other shows or previous shows that my whole transportation thing was considerably different i originally didn't think i was going to arrive until saturday morning uh so i you know we talked a lot about like setting up the booth that morning and stuff assuming that i wasn't going to be there uh turns out that for reasons i'm not going to really get into my travel plans changed, uh, and unfortunately, I was going to miss my friend's wedding in San Francisco. So that didn't happen, but I had to cancel two flights and then make a new flight direct from my home airport to Los Angeles, because I already had the, the other one coming back. So it was a little bit weird. Normally, if you're just going to do like the two-way trip, you just do that all at once. But this ended up being separate because my trip previously was more of a triangle shape. It was a three like trip instead of a two anyway so i get there on friday afternoon sometime i also got there a little bit early and i texted jad or however we did that i think it was over a discord or whatever i said hey i'm here and like cool so it's going to be like 15 minutes and as i'm walking out to the curb i pass a small group of people one of them is wearing a straw suako looking hat because it's got two big eyeballs uh so like that's just something you wear at the airport right that's just normal that's a normal hat i think no that sounds normal yeah so lax i met suako um <laughs> but also uh like uh one of our mods james was there so uh just said hi he was off to go carpool with someone else and then i was on my way to the curb to find a spot for Jad to plonk down and pick me up. So we did that, and then we traveled, and on the way there, I'm trying to figure out where Nano and company are, and it sounded like you guys started in the hotel, and then you left for the convention center, so mm-hmm. that's about where you ended your your bid. Uh, mm-hmm. So I was like, alright, well let's just head to the, the, the center then. So that's what we did, and all I had with me was a backpack. I didn't have a luggage bag or anything, because I... I originally planned to travel light because I had shipped a bunch of things and so I was still uh, traveling light. That's actually the first time I think I've ever traveled with only oh. a backpack. Right so. before we right before we synced up we got with DS4 and got your gear. That was the other thing. Okay. DS4 already had it in their car and that I was talking with Nano and we were like well should we just grab it and just bring it in and like well might as well. So that's when we, you got, you walked in right as we were finishing that up. Okay. Yep. So I, they finished that up. I get there. Uh, we all get our badges and stuff. And yeah, we're, we're reunited with the uh, stuff that I had shipped about a week prior to that point. So, and the, the shipping bit is substantial because again, I had mentioned a lot of this during previous events and shows and things, but if we had to put a weight to it, among like between four different packages, there was 124 pounds of equipment that was shipped from the Midwest to this place in California. And so I 
I'm we're gonna keep this super vague so I originally was trying to figure out all right like what's the venue's receiving address or you know that kind of thing because it's typically at a lot of convention centers that's one thing that you can do you can work with the company like UPS and they'll do the actual like you know logistics part of their thing in terms of uh, like setting up a drop off time range for something like a convention or an event or something like that if you have to ship stuff there so they didn't have that so we had to go with the next best thing which is basically shipping it to someone we're not going to say who but someone had to deal with all my stuff and i didn't know that was going to happen so to that person because they know who they are um thank you and also i'm sorry i'm not doing that again uh for for everyone's sake because i i did not want my headache to become someone else's headache and that happened a little bit and for that i apologize but it all worked out in the end got all my stuff back here it's all hunky-dory we're good to go this is one of those live and learn things that happened so i'm just gonna put that out there hold on for you folks who are lo waiting for countries and listeners i'm gonna get there all right <laughs> nobody's complained yet but i'm preempting all right so we get there badge pickup goes reunited with stuff that we shipped and so one thing that i don't think i explained to anyone to any of our staff members or anyone in our room was that i had something to take care of that was completely unrelated to anything else that we had before the first day and that was that at home i only had enough time to take photos of the boxes of inventory where we have our cds on our store at store, and so I took photos with the intent of doing inventory when I was settled in in California. This didn't actually happen until like 11 p.m. And it probably took something like two hours, maybe, to get through. Because there's like, I don't know, 60-something uh, CDs or something to, to inventory. And so I was going through the photos on my phone going in like the back end of the store system that we have and updating numbers and i was doing this because if we're going to show people the cds that they can pick up on our store we better have accurate numbers uh the reason why we may have been off by one in some places is because i had just shipped some of those cds i wasn't entirely sure which ones to be the uh the the cds that we would have in front of people the display cds so that is also the reason why uh, on the morning of day one, you guys would have uh, found me on the floor because during that time when I was doing inventory, uh, you guys had fallen asleep and Nano, who it should have left more space for me, but ended up not because things happen, uh, was just a little bit too in the middle of the bed for me to want to have to bug him at one whatever in the morning and uh, and go to sleep. So. I did something I haven't done since my 20s, and that was sleep on the floor, so... Yup. <laughs> That's what happened there. I did not fall off, uh, fell, fall out of the bed, as some people might have thought, but... Uh, that was that was the part that got me. Yeah. So, Lunar knows how that goes. Every time we have a convention, I'm the first one up. And mm. I'm the first one out the door, so yeah. I, we can get the booth going. Mm -hmm. I'm done with my shower. I'm done with everything. I'm not paying attention to the other bed. I'm not. I'm just not doing it. I, I mean, why would you? 
Yeah, why, why would I? So I'm getting up, getting ready to go. And then I just see pop up from the other side of the bed. He goes, oh, what time is it? <laughs> There's you. And I'm yep. like, what? <laughs> it was just, it was, li- and it was like a sudden, like, you sprung up like there was an intruder. And you were just like, that's how you got up <laughs> from the other side of the bed. I just see this head pop up. I'm like, what time is it? yep so that happened ah all right so that's uh that's the end of day zero or the beginning of day one or whatever all right um i'm gonna open up my stats page i'll give the listeners what they want i'll shout out some names here right now if you have at any point in time you do not need to be actively signed in i mention this pretty much every time but people still don't understand you do not need to be actively signed in this is if you have ever signed in from where you are currently listening this works and you are currently listening to this show i presume you're hearing the sound of my voice if it's not a podcast uh so right now we have people listening from argentina australia canada germany japan norway portugal russia turkey the uk and the u.s and we have folks with names such as Chris1, DMJ, Hazuzumi, Kanzion, uh, Kasserkin Sasser, Rendroken, and Wanamingo. So thanks to folks who have taken those steps to do those things. Let's uh, let's move on here. Let's talk about some more stuff. So uh-huh. we were talking about booth stuff for literally months. This was like, all right, this is really cool. In fact. We talked about, we had a whole meetup event talking about our experience just like trying to get in to have a booth. And that that had just never happened because either the timing hadn't been right or the information was not communicated well by the conventions or the venues. And I'm talking like generally other anime conventions, other places where we like it would make sense maybe for us to be at. Uh, because it's just, you know, there's the crossover with, with the two communities, obviously. But we were there, and we finally had a 10 by 10 space, and I had spent a lot of time ahead of time just kind of trying to figure out, okay, are we going to have a canopy? Because the thing that's unique about this space is that we were going to be outdoors. And never have I ever been at a convention where the vendors were outdoors. So I was like, all right. If we're gonna do this um, and I'm bringing equipment I want to be able to you know make sure that it's protected from the elements in case it decides to you know rain a little bit or whatever I mean I know this is Southern California but anything's possible heck it was just weeks prior to that that it had snowed or something like that so okay we were gonna <laughs> I was I'm gonna get into that for a second because I have it down here I we we in this place thought hey LA hot and warm this kind of also goes into the whole shipping thing because my package also did not show up um and yeah and we were talking about the fan Mm -hmm. uh yeah so it snowed the week before (laughs) and i looked at like when i heard that information i was like oh i only pack shorts we only packed for summer. Oh no! You know it's not summer yet, right? No, but I assume at least it would be warmer in California. Mm-hmm. Which, and looking at all the different weather models that I did, 
I was like, oh, they're expecting a warmer than normal time. So let's grab all this stuff. What I didn't expect was Torrance, the one area in LA that's pretty, pretty close to the ocean, near the end of the day, always gets that southerly breeze off the off the coast. Mm-hmm. And boy, howdy was it cold. It was cold. Now I I I lived in cold cold place the united states you know i'm from ohio like 60 61 62 is t-shirt weather Mm -hmm. you know yeah not not for everybody and poor (laughs) eggy felt so bad right uh hazu mentions that they had to buy a hoodie at uniqlo on day zero uh, oh really? And I guess in hindsight, wouldn't it have been nice if I had given that hoodie out on a day that was not day two? <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the the colder of the two days. Yeah. Oh, it was. That was the whole thing. It was just so cold, and it was so windy. Like we couldn't keep anything. Like there was this this whole fight. Like it was between because, like we said, Tam was to our left. Lyrica was on our right. Every time the breeze would come, it would take all this, blow everything from Tam's booth into our booth, and all <laughs> the stuff from our booth would go into Lyrica's booth. And Lyrica had like this big, like, cage thing where they hug all their artwork and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That started all blowing over. So it was like this whole thing where we were sitting there constantly having to fight to keep everything on the tables. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, it was like, it wasn't constant, but there were definite gusts that would suddenly sort of start to pick things up. And I thought that building would give us more cover, but I guess because we were right there by that open gate, mm-hmm. it just yeah. there was just nothing for us. It was, I mean, it was a tunnel, basically, you know. So, yeah, um, the temperature wasn't terrible. I wasn't, uh, yeah, I mean, to your point, I wasn't expecting to wear my hoodie pretty much all the time, but I did. I wore a hat. I wore, wore the GR hat, yep. and I was like, I wasn't expecting to wear this this entire time. I brought mine with. Um, I don't think I wore it outside. I just dealt with it. But like, you know, I'm I'm from the northern states, so I'm just kind of used to it. Honestly, I think it was nicer in California than it was where I was from at that point. You know. Oh yeah, no, it was the opposite here. It was like 70, 80 over here. And I'm just like, how is it warmer? So that was my real, like, first taste of spring for this season. Especially because, like, just naturally because it's more in the south that you have more greenery and, like, plants and trees are already looking like trees and plants and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of, you know... The, Cold the, tundra. The skeletons of the earth. The, the skeletons of the earth. <laughs> oh! I'm gonna call trees in winter like that. Those skeletons on the eye. I've I've invented a new term for DMJ. All right. So yeah, booth set up. We had display only items. We had to figure out. We had um. We've kind of described it a little bit in past shows, but we had a couple of telescoping stands and a crossbar that was intended to hang or suspend a couple of polk speakers from, and these were not really light speakers i mean like i guess among speakers they're like somewhere in the middle but each speaker is four and a half pounds so it's one of those things where you got to make sure it's secured you got to make sure that whatever is supporting that in terms of the foundation is good 
all that stuff. All the wiring that we had, all the math that I did to figure out how long things needed to be was great. It worked out just fine. Um, and everything could be hooked up well and all that stuff. So not really a problem there, um, but I guess they did get in the way a little bit just because we needed to keep to like within the bounds of our 10 by 10 booth and every now and then one would kind of get knocked over you know knocked around a little bit so like they were almost kind of think of them like tripod stands except there's like one pole going in the other direction and so like sometimes it would stand on two instead of three and we'd have to like kind of nudge it over a little bit and so the second day i just got rid of them and put the speakers under the table but yeah, there was an idea there, right? I, I was kind of trying to go for something, and yeah, all right. So, well, again, was, live and learn. What was nice, though, was bringing the speakers in closer because of the current audio situation that was going on in the general area around us. Right. It definitely helped bring people in closer because when they walked in, like, basically, as soon as they, like, you had to stand outside of the booth with the poles to hear anything coming out of those speakers yeah. because they were facing out. Mm -hmm. But as soon as we brought it to the table, people can like walk up to the table and still hear what we have going on. That's, yeah, that's true. Yeah, so uh, yeah, once again, live and learn. Maybe the presentation isn't so important. Uh, the speakers are still really good speakers. I, I didn't cheap out on them. So, and they're, they're pretty hardy. Like they have a couple dents from being shipped back but like they're they're very very minor and it's only the grill like the rest of it super solid so i'm i'm really pleased with them and i hope we get to use them in the future so um so that was good um yeah getting stuff that's like good quality and that's gonna last yeah i i don't regret that that's that's good stuff anyway so yeah Boost setup, expectation versus reality yeah we're, we're good there opening ceremony yeah so there was one point where we had to make our way over to the stage and i was asked by i forget exactly who it was it was like miko tan or someone else they're like hey can you tell tam that uh opening ceremonies in like five minutes and he should be there so it was up to me who uh has marginal skill of japanese but you know um eventually i i basically tried to tell him hey so maybe we should go that way together <laughs> or something like that <laughs> and eventually i just said the english word opening and he's like ah opening okay let's <laughs> it's like all right <laughs> so it worked out uh yeah it's i mean it's to be expected right but um yeah so we we did the thing we were opening ceremonies um you know got to be there uh I'm just gonna I'm gonna say this because both of these things ugh, excuse me both of these things happened on day one. I interfaced uh, so like we we talked with Ponderful on on our show in the past, and there were only like a couple of times during the convention that I was actually able to meet with them. One is just because like we're both guests, we both have our own schedules, and those don't really cross that often. Um, like they never visited us at our booth. I didn't visit their table. Um, but like opening ceremonies, everyone was together. So they were cool. Um, obviously I, th I think they were on my left or something. Like we kind of like just said, yeah. And then, uh, 
after that, I think they had like a photo shoot or something, and I said hi there. And that was basically it. Like, I didn't really see them at all. And I think I, I, I don't know if I said this to you guys or, or who it was, but it was basically like anyone who cosplays, not just not just her, but like anyone who's doing like different characters is basically in actual disguise. If you want to find them, <laughs> it's really difficult to find people when they're dressed up as something else. I have become an expert at understanding eye shape because that's how I'm able to figure out who's who and what. Okay. Because there was also because there was the whole there was a because if you people for people who don't know at the event there was a mask indoor policy yeah so so not only do you have the added difficulty of everybody being in costume so um, so it's kind of hard to pick them from the back or even from the front from a distance they are also wearing a mask and there's a lot of people that are wearing like the generic like blue or white masks mm -hmm. and that made it exceptionally hard to find some people uh yeah. if you don't already know them yeah i uh, i was also I, I remember watching ponderful's like recap stream like a week or something after uh the convention and they basically they were wearing a mask 100 percent of the time at the event because taking it on and putting it on or wait taking it off putting it on uh, all the time, like, messes up, like, your wig and your makeup and stuff. So, like, I understand. Like, that totally makes sense. But also, it's freaking impossible to, f <laughs> to find people where I don't actually know uh, what they what they look like super well. So, anyway. Um, so, there was that. And then, yeah. The... You said the food trucks were great? I thought the food yeah. trucks were all right. I, I had something on day two, and so it just kind of was like... It was okay. I have to say, the chicken katsu sandwich hit the spot. It was awesome. Yeah, I should have. I, I enjoyed I, it. I should have definitely visited on day one because I they had a limited menu on day two, so. But that does sound good. Um, it picked up some stuff, mostly memes and Splatoon and Artist Alley. Right, that's gonna be DMJ. Yeah, that's me. You shared. I, you shared this absolute here. gem of a meme. Uh, oh, okay. a little bit so, ago. I don't know how much you want to share, but I mean, I'm, I'm not going to show the pictures because the artist definitely needs to like ha sell this. But all I'm going to tell you guys right now is you guys need to go pick up. It's a little. This is by Firesight. Uh, is, that, is that a Twitter handle there? That's their Twitter handle. I okay. don't know who. Oh, gosh, I just looked at the back. They actually have. OK, hold on. <laughs> OK, I have to get into this. Thing. This is mysterious already. Yeah. OK. So it's it's a Toho it's a to it's a little like short ten page Doho Toho door dojin. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's called I swag on a bag and I got that McDonald's. Yeah, this sounds like something <laughs> that DMG would pick up. I, for some, I just can't, you know. Oh, here we go. They actually sense. put their card on the inside. It's by Dice Fires. That's who it is. Dice Fires. I got their card. I'll post the card in uh chat so okay. people can go pick this up. It deserves deserves our unfettered attention as a community because right. this thing is a meme and a half it is literally there is a point where little nas x appears drawn hyper realistically <laughs> and sings old town road while they're flying across the mountains to go to mcdonald's <laughs> but then I look at Lunar. I didn't. Put, I'm gonna. Put, I'm gonna. Put, I'll post the back of this, the back of this, so people 
Oh, well, actually, no, because it's definitely got some 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 swears in it, but it's it's uh. so good. Looter the back of this thing. It literally has something. It's the full. It's lyrics. It's called McDonald's, sung by Young Skirt. <sighs> this sounds like something like like like. If DMJ were to I take wrote. a project file and then custom edit the credits and then send it to me. It literally looks like if I took somebody else's art and threw it into Photoshop, made my own crappy Photoshop dungeon, and then wrote all rewrote all the speech bubbles. It's so dumb. This is the dumbest thing on planet Earth. Like they even there's even a whole like section where it's like the ice what was it? There's like this thing at the end is like I got ice cream for you. Sorry I had to stop playing Mega Man. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. This whole thing and it's like really well done too. It's drawn great. It's got like I it has like points where it has the I can has cheeseburger grammar. It's awesome oh okay it's so so go pick it up i swag on a bag and i got that mcdonald's by dive fire it is so sick i'm gonna post their card here in general chat so everybody can go pick this thing up that's twitch that's not discord thanks phone why'd (laughs) you do that go pick this thing up it is absolutely a gem but i will also post here some of the memes that i picked up well, I was there because it is absolutely unhinged what, what we ended up getting. I got like a couple stickers and um, while I was at, while I was there, I was like, well, what am I going to put these stickers on? And I found out they sell like um, blank magnetic uh, car, like bumper, like you could take a bumper sticker for a car and put it on the magnet and then you can and put it on your car without having to damage the paint. Hmm. Well, I bought a bunch of them, and they make them thin enough that you can actually cut them with an uh, X-Acto knife. Oh, cool. So I bought one of those. Uh, there we go. I'll post this. And there's the other meme. So, yeah, that's that's what I ended up getting. Ah, uh, right, this thing. Got it. Cool. Yeah. Okay. I am very, I'm very happy with that Yukari as Rolf from Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Let's wrap up day one here. We'll happen to some music after that. So there's a few more things. Um, you checked out Toho New World. Yep. Uh, ended up sitting there with the XSeed booth. Uh, checked it out. I don't know. I think you tried it out at some point, too. I did not, unfortunately. Oh, you did not. All right. It's awesome. Like, actually really good. It's a. It's kind of like this like RPG isometric game. It's really good for what it is okay and i'm actually i got to sit there and schmooze with the guys from xseed for a bit we were tired of talking about it because not only am i like a toho fan but eggy was also a fan of rune factory Mm. and of course we also know that does it i can't remember who puts out is it persona also xseed i don't remember remember at all but okay I'm trying to remember who there was a bunch of other things, but it was so neat to actually sit down and play it with the devs who actually kind of like, I know one of them was from marketing. I don't know who the other guy, if the other guy was a dev or marketing, but he was sitting behind the table and he was giving advice. So I'm assuming he was a dev. Um, Hmm. I broke their game. Oh yeah. 
I found I found a new bug for him while I was there. So technically, I'm QA now. Great. Well, congratulations. Yeah. You're a uh, free labor. <laughs> basically. Play testing I, I, for. Uh, I, yeah. I basically found a way to break the game in. Actually, no. Not only did I do that, I did it for another game while we were there. You not broke the, another game. Yeah, there was another game that I found a brand new bug where they couldn't. Uh, it's not this game. I can't remember. I have their card somewhere. Yeah, it was like the PC-98 looking one where I found a bug where if you go into their store before you have any items, you can't like any items to sell. Uh, but you already completed the first level. The game just absolutely locks up hmm. like it's a soft lock. Uh, but I think of the Exceed one, I found out that they, their audio does not work if you put it a certain button input or something like that. Interesting. It just stopped working. And All you're right. just like, that's new. <laughs> but uh, Toho New World, it's kind of like this top-down isometric uh, RPG where you play as uh, Marissa. I think also Rimu is another character you can play as. Um, and you're just essentially going through killing uh, various bad guys within Gensokyo and uh, the outside world, I believe. And yeah, fighting the bosses. And the boss fights are sick. Okay. Neat. Well, uh, that's something to look forward to. Sounds like I. I really wish mm -hmm. I'd like actually gone and played it a, a little bit. There were a lot of things to do at the at the event that I just uh, didn't kind of catch on to. So, I yeah. If if I end up going next year, um, I'll tr I'll have to try more things. So. <laughs> That's basically that, I suppose. All right. Um, we all became regulars at the 7-Eleven. I do not have these in my neck of the woods. First time ever going to one, it writes DMJ. Yeah. I've never been to a 7-Eleven. This is my first time at a 7-Eleven. Uh, a only... US 7-Eleven. Yeah, the only time I've been to 7-Elevens in Japan. I actually did not step foot into the place that you guys went to, so. Oh, dude, it was, it's a... You always ended up getting, like, something for me or whatever. I don't remember yeah. how that worked, but... And then uh, the shoe. The shoe, which is, once again, your story. So, um, yeah, we can go ahead and tell it. So, Lunar was talking about this entire time. Where he was like, I only got to see Ponderful, like, once. And that was when we went to our, to the opening ceremony and to the, the photo shoot. Me and Ponderful. <laughs> so, Eggy, we had these shoes for the longest time. And before... The convention happened uh we did a shoe repair on these shoes because the bottom of the shoe kind of came off in the back and i have the stuff called shoe glue uh that you just put it on like kind of like super glue and then you clamp it together and shoe fixed mm -hmm. that failed <laughs> while ah. we were in like day one and that's like we have to fix this because we can't go two more days like this right with these pairs of shoes so uh i was just like who could have a solution? And I'm like, well, some people might have glue guns because they're cosplayers. If you're a cosplayer, you, I, I know at least tangent, like from the, the, the cosplayers that I know, what, rule number one, you keep repair kit on you. One of them will probably be a glue gun if you have props. Yeah. And so you know, like, at a lot of like larger conventions, they'll actually have a dedicated space for cosplay repair. Because it's such a, it's, well, I mean, it's a common occurrence, kind of. So, 
And I knew that this con probably wouldn't be that big enough to have cosplay repairs. So I was just like, well, I'll go to the next best thing. I know a, co a cosplayer would probably have one. So I'm like, hey, Ponderful, do you have a glue gun? And Ponderful was like, yeah, come meet me in my room. So later that day, we went to the room and we fixed the shoe. And while we were fixing the shoe, I'm sitting there being like, oh, no, shoes. I don't know if this glue is going to stick. Oh, it's because it's like it's the, it's it, it was it was proper, like regular hot glue. But I'm looking at like how much the shoe's coming apart. Mm. I'm like, oh, it's it's pretty much at the toe. Like it's it's from the back. It's the whole back of the shoe all the way up. And the only thing that was holding it on was the last bit of shoe glue on the front on the top. I'm like, this this hot glue's not going to hold after day one. It's going to fail again. So I want to thank Punderful for letting us use the glue gun and all the help to try to save the shoe. Unfortunately, the shoe didn't survive. Oh, yeah, I yeah guess we I... ended up. We'll, we'll talk about that on day two. All right. Um, cool. Well, that about does it for day one. We're going to hop into a couple of songs, give her voices a chance to rest a little bit here. And uh, we'll be back. We've got a couple of songs here. This one is from sparkle what is uh, sound cyclone the other one is from uh, kodama sounds so we'll play these in order here and we'll get right back to it on gensoki radio live number 128 
今強いの空を飛ぶのあのかけた月満たされて feel so good 冷めないでた
We're back here on Gensoki Radio Live, number 128. I am Lunar, that's DMJ over there, and joining us mid-show is Zara. Welcome. Hi. Um, I was, uh, I was at the store, and I showed Lunar his milk. Uh, I was at a, the, the, I was at a, um, I was at like a surplus store, mm-hmm. and the guy behind the counter just gave me this entire box for 50 bucks. I put it in Snapchat. Where is it? Here it is. For context, during con, Zara was eating MREs. Yep. Uh, during the con live show. <laughs> during the live show. That was going to be a thing, I guess. And uh, then it continued to be a thing for some time. How, how many of those did you bring with to, to Toho Fest? I just brought one. Just the one? I was expecting it. I was expecting it to be like, well, I would have brought in two if it was like a three-day thing, but I was expecting it to be like Anime Boston or like another or another con where it's like you get behind security and then it's a food desert and you're expected to just suffer with whatever you have. So I was True. like, hey, if if I'm basically being, if I'm basically operating as if I'm in a disaster movie, then I may as well bring disaster food. Yeah, fair enough. All right. So we're uh, we're up to day two at this point. We've got 15 minutes in the official time of the show, but uh, we'll we'll be here for as long as it takes to get through this stuff. So we might have to skip games again. <laughs> Man, that's what I said. I was saying earlier. So we've got time. We'll talk about it. Uh huh. All right. Day two. Kind of alluded to this before, but uh, we did a little revision with the booth. We took the stands down. We put the speakers under the table. It brought the music closer to us so that people could still kind of hear it as we were talking with them. It was it was never super loud at any point. I think I, I turned it up a little bit, like, for, like, three seconds just to demonstrate. But other than that, it was just kind of present and there. So, um, what do you have here? DMJ, what? I'm, what did you do? Did you, did you go on an adventure on day two that I just wasn't aware of? No, you were you were one hundred percent aware of it when we did the after we did the, the the speakers. I dipped because I needed to go get the shoe fixed. Ah, yeah. I had to go buy new shoes, mm-hmm. so we went to go buy. That's when me and Jad went on our own little adventure to Walmart, and I got to experience Walmart, uh, California Walmart. Is it really and that also, different? Yeah, actually, yes. I had to pay per bag. Really? Yeah. I have to pay. So oh, if you got a bag for, at Walmart for the bags themselves. Yes, for yeah, the bags. California okay. Thing. Yeah. I mean, and then like, on the way out, I had to check out like I was at a Costco. So like I had to I'm, give I'm, them my receipt and they had to open my bag and go through each item and then check off that I had it before I can leave the door. Yeah, I don't have to deal with that over here. I also have never been in a Costco aside from. Okay. I've been in a Costco once. And that was to have lunch, and that's it. I'm a proud Costco member. Yeah, okay. You actually are required to uh, have a Costco member. Well, officially, you're required to have a Costco membership to get the food anymore. So I've snuck into a Costco to get the, uh, yeah, to get the pizza. Yeah. Fun fact, that's why uh, Costco's in Asia have now shifted their concession stands outside. Right. Wait, so, so they, you don't... they technically sneak into a Costco then? Do you have to have a membership to eat their pizza? Now you um, do. You used to now not. you do. As okay. of uh, I think it was as of this year. Okay. Yeah, this year they changed it. So I, it's different now. And back then I was fine. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. All right. 
So, so you you went to Walmart and yeah, it's it's weird. A lot of things locked up. Like I had to like shoes. I had to go ask somebody to go give me shoes. What? Yeah, like that's, it's that's all stupid. Like like we, I'm assuming it's it's because it's L.A. Whenever I go to a place to to like get a pair of shoes, they're just like a bazillion shelves of them, and then you like it's convenient because then you get to try them on. Oh no 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 no! So like those shoes were fine. It was literally like the five dollar like shoes that were hanging up. Like if you ever go to a Walmart and you look, you know what shoes I'm talking about. These are the ones that are like hanging on the shelves. They had those locked up in one of the things that you would like. You need the little key in order to slide the thing off the the shelf Mm -hmm. on the hook. Yeah, I had to go ask somebody to do that for the five dollar shoes. Like it's like I I okay. The last time I had to step into a Walmart was was like twenty. 18 or 2019 or something and that's because i was out driving as was my part-time job at the time and one of my headlights went out and it wasn't until one of my passengers pointed it out uh which was especially frustrating because earlier that day i was in the like my dealer shop and they should have caught it so maybe it just happened but i digress uh i had to go fix that before i drove home otherwise i was gonna probably you know get talked to about it so i stepped into a walmart and it was like midnight or something and found where the light bulbs are had to go find someone because they're locked up but i yeah. can't imagine that for shoes i just that seems super weird to me yeah it was weird and then the fact that i had to like check out by like having them go through my stuff well so and then check off that's not the weirdest thing i've just never had to do it myself like i've i've heard it from multiple people so I don't know. Yeah, I, I think it's a new thing because I think my local Walmart's doing that. Uh, my mine is doing it for some items and not others. Uh, yeah, that's what really, I'm seeing. It's like it, it's, it's it's like really sad when it's like um the the ten dollar the ten dollar the ten dollar electronic cables and shoes are being locked up and the fifty dollar books are not. It's like ah well, yeah, you know. Yeah, so. I I don't. Yeah, it's, I mean, I just generally don't shop at Walmart, so that's that's a it's news to me. All right, we have to talk about this because they appeared in droves on day two. Worms. The worms. The worms. Uh-oh. The worms. Um, if, if so, feel, feel free to eggy, to have Eggy explain what the heck is up with the worms. <laughs> do you want to explain the worms? I'll explain the worms okay. then. Okay. <laughs> so, I, I kind of me, figured. So let me, let me tell you this. Uh-oh. So first off, the worms. What are the worms? The worms are worms on the string. If you know the meme about worms on the string, or know of worms on a string, or know of their omnipresence in meme lore, I'm going to currently look it up right now so I can pull up the picture. Um, we bought a ton of them for non-con reasons. We were... This is just like DMJ's thing, basically. Yeah, so... We try to. We had we here at the studio <laughs> ship a lot of stuff okay. to other people doing Eggy's little store. Uh, yeah. And one of the things we do is we include a free worm on a string. And one of the things here, I'll pull this up, is that they are super cheap and they are super cute. And one of the things is that uh i don't have great reading comprehension when it comes to reading uh, walmart or 
Amazon listings. Uh, and right. so there was this th there was this pack of worm on a string. It was like, oh, we'll get thirty worm on a string. That should be fine. You Turns bought like three hundred. Three thousand, didn't you? No, three <laughs> three hundred worm on a string. <laughs> And so we have a ton of worm on a string set over here. So we were just like, we need to get rid of these worms. Uh, so we <laughs> were giving away worms on a string at the booth when we wrote GetsoQRadio.net. And then we named them based on every Toho character. And we were just giving them away the entire convention. I posted a link of what they are so people know what worm on a string are it's exactly what it says on the tin it's just a worm fuzzy little worm with two really like crappy googly eyes and it's on a string it's on fishing line that's it that's the product yep and the best part i will never forget this is at the end of the comp we were like, we got to get rid of the last strings. Go give these away. So I'm walking around con and oh, I have no. like these worms on the string in my hand. I and I walk up to, so I walk up to Ponderful's booth. They're like, who wants a worm on a string? And they were just all picking through grabbing worms. And so then I go over to, uh, I think it was the XC booth. They're like, you guys want worm on a string? They didn't want worm on a string. And I was like, who doesn't want worm on a string? so then there was like a couple people that we were like looking around like okay you are wearing apache costume you get a patchy worm on the streak but the, the best part worm that she the wrote worm. Patchy. <laughs> yes. but the best part is so we're at we're at the, um tam's booth and i'm see tam's got some time and that day ds4 a good friend of ours was doing translation for uh tam that day and I'm walking up and DS4 is like, hey, what's up? And I'm like, I'm going to give Tam a worm on a string. And he goes, what's that? I'm like, it's exactly what it is. It's a worm <laughs> on a string. And he goes, I don't know how to describe that to him. <laughs> this, this whole this whole exercise is a whole this like, whole exercise is a case in point of relative value because you correct me if I'm wrong, they appeared to those those worms appeared to fly into people's hands a lot faster when she started like marketing them as after Toho characters. hundred <laughs> percent. Like as soon as we wrote Toho characters, everybody started taking them. So so I'm sitting there with TS4 and I'm like well, it's 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 like so it's like a decoration, right? And he's I'm like, no, 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 it's 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 a worm on a string. <laughs> like he, like I had to describe because like people could do like tricks with them, like you could tie it to a finger and you could get it to crawl through your hands and stuff. And I'm just like, he's like, I don't know how to describe that to him. I'm just like, just go with decoration. And he's just like, he's like, do you? And so he's like, oh, and he's finally walking up. I'm like, Tam, do you want a worm on a string? And DS4 trying to describe it to him. He's like, and I can kind of tell that he's trying to like really he's trying to figure out what a worm on a string How to is live yeah. to Tam and Tam's just like oh takes one and then well then this then this happened so I give him the worm on the string I'm like cool awesome all my worms on the string are gone head back to the booth here comes Tam walking up with signed CDs for us that he's just giving us and I'm like wait did I just trigger this with words on a string so okay so I did I did mention this to DMJ at some point but I had this experience at comic market we were sitting next to a circle named Tatami Stugiwo 
And there was a moment... Hey, this is a comic kid, yeah? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Back in 2017. And there was a moment where he gives us a CD. It's a gift. And the thing is, what you usually do is you... It, that sort of functions as an exchange. So you find something to give them as a gift. So I don't know if it was because of the worm that you gifted or what, but you may have triggered that. And I, I made the comment where I don't know if a worm is equivalent to like four plus CDs that were signed was, by Tam. Like it <laughs> was so I'm sick because I'm, all I'm doing is trying to just offload worms on a string. It's literally the goofiest little silly product. That's literally like six cents to make. Not even. I don't even think it costs that. Uh -huh. And it's just <laughs> I got a CD from giving a worm on a string. But this is not where the worm saga ends. So, cons over. Fly home. Week later. Now, you guys know what backpack I took to con, right? Mm -hmm. It was my brown backpack that have all my patches on it everything that was the pack i took i have a separate backpack for work completely separate i made sure that i did not take that backpack because it has it has a, a cooler liner on the inside and i didn't know if that would make be jive with tsa so i was just like screw it i'm not taking it i get to work a week later i'm unpacking my bag and i'm getting all my stuff out i have my flashlight i have my knife i got like all of my uh like electronics and one of the things i do is i pull i have this one pocket i pull it out i have my glasses i have my gloves i have my phone charger and my kickstand for it so i can put my kickstand out and i normally set it up at this one guy's station because i'm awol coverage and it's his station is center so if anybody needs me i can at the beginning of the night i can move around and i'm in a centralized location everybody can get me and then I'm sitting there and he walks up to me and he's like, hey, is this yours? And I look and there's an Alice worm on a string in his hands with GensokioRadio.net on it. And I'm like, how did this thing get in my backpack? See, that's interesting because it was one that you, you know, you wrote that or someone wrote that at Toho Fest and it ended up in that bag or something. Yes. And it was in a separate bag where none of the stuff from the previous bag other than other than maybe my phone was in the, in this current bag so somehow that worm on a string made it from the convention into brown bag brown bag made its way back here and then somehow that worm then had some sort of i don't know toy story adventure where it went <laughs> from my brown bag to my black bag and then had another toy story adventure while i was at work and found out it almost got seen dropped to the ground and somebody found this poor worm on a string <laughs> I can't, for the life of me, I'm recanting every step this possible worm on a string could have taken. There's no way it could have made its way to my work bag. Oh, man. Well, that's uh, that's something. <laughs> so I'm here's, my, here's my low effort meme. Yep. <laughs> Wait, you, you just made this? 
Worms in a string. Toho character themed worms in a string. Oh, so interesting. <laughs> yes, that is basically it. It's from so from from now on, Lunar, you need I'm gonna buy you a 300 pack of worms nice. on a string. <laughs> every every you know <laughs> you do with what that which you will. I'm not gonna say no. But if we're gonna throw if we're gonna throw these in as like freebies with every order on our store, and I'm not saying it's happening right now, but it could. <laughs> I don't right now. Go to the store. Buy now. Beat the rush. I don't. I don't know if I want to be the one to to have to write all that stuff. Hey, speaking of the store, I know it's like top of the next hour here, but I do want to get this out. We have a brand new T-shirt design. In fact, it's the one that we wore at Toho Fest. My, myself, Zara, Nano, DMJ, uh, all wore a brand new design that had never been seen before that point. It is the Gensoki Radio speaker grill design, and you can pick it up at our store right now. Actually, there is a deal going from now until the end of the month if you use the code Big Speaker, because it's only one speaker, so not, not big speakers, it's just Big Speaker. You can get 10% off that shirt as well as most of the CDs we have in our store. So, uh, once again, that is Big Speaker, and that's available at Gensokyo.store. I'll go ahead and link it in a little bit here uh, when I have a moment. All right, uh, so Lunar, I that link that I put in general, it has 60 uh, worms on a string on it, and, the color, and some of the colors match our shirts. Ah, well, there you so, go. So, there you go. Um, so, yeah, so the worms, the worms happened. Um, and then speaking of Tam, that was the Tam was also performing that day right before our booth or right before our panel, right? Yes. Tam was performing. Mm, yeah. And this is where I was just like, this is where we need to protect this man at all costs. <laughs> he is wonderful. But yeah. yeah um, but but what? I missed the performance because I had it eaten all day. I had to go to In and Out. Oh, that's when you went to In and Out, man. Yeah, because it was like, well, if we, I don't want to go an hour before our that's panel. When we went to In and Out. Yeah. So this is, but I know you saw Tan's music performance. How was it? I I did, and it was. We caught the tail end of it. Yeah, we caught the tail end. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it was. It was just as good as as any of the others I'd, I'd, I'd been to. Um, they did have some some like technical issues and stuff. So he did, I think, quite a few more requests than were initially planned. But the really unique thing about what happened at Toho Fest was that there were a number of people, like a number of regular attendees who had instruments with them someone had an electric violin someone had a regular violin someone had i was about to ask about this i think it was a, a flute or something and what made it unique is that at some point there was another person who was invited on stage okay like so just to, to clarify here to paint a picture it was tam and it was also his i believe it was his high school friend and they were both playing violin so tam would oftentimes be or i think i guess most of the time be main violin his friend would be like an accompaniment of some sort he'd find some sort of melody that wasn't the main melody or some sort of he backdrop him, yeah. he was a chill dude yeah um but then over time more people who had instruments from the audience 
came to join him on stage. And I had n- I've never seen that happen before. Um, and, 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 and the imp- that was all improv. That was all improv. Yeah, I thought that was like yeah, all was planned. Scary. No, here's oh, here's the boy. thing. I follow Tam on Twitter. I have been following him on Twitter for years. Like basically ever since 2015, when I saw him, like the first performance that I saw of his, I followed him and his two other accounts as well. So I've seen him go to several concerts. I've seen him take these like giant selfies with the audience in the background and things and like the people who are sort of next to him or or closer to him on stage. Unless it was a planned performer, I do not recall another time. And I I could be wrong. There could be other like improv. Like again, DMJ didn't really know. So maybe I just couldn't see it either. But I don't know of any other time where it's just been like random audience member with instrument Come join me on stage. Let's make music. This was super cool to see. That and, is, I caught the tail end of that. Like, because I caught it right as they were all walking on stage. That's when, right when we walked back in. Yeah. And so I was I've, sitting there like, oh, cool. He's just bringing people on stage. He brought their instruments and he's just going to play with them. That's pretty sick. I mean, because think of it like at what other point in time are attendees just going to have instruments with them? Like, I, I, and I was thinking to myself, like, you know, that's a cool experience if you were one of those people, because I we all know yeah. the music. We all know the music, so we would all be able to like sync up super fast. It's not like you know you're playing, you're being called on stage and like, but like you know Aerosmith and like be like, hey, play this. Like mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, in the case of like a famous band like Aerosmith, most most well, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Like, they, they, they they know how to. If you're here, you kind of know how to play. Yeah, but yeah, like, like you kind of know how to play the song. But but like for us, it's just like if you have if you're a Toho fan I think and have an ha- instrument, more than likely you know some of the songs. Yeah, you can play it. Like, nice. What's nice about this is that it's a it's it's a derivative of a uh, it's a derivative of an original work, which means like if you if you know it, if you have any musical sense, you kind of know the. Um, you kind of know how the me- the like the the, mel- the basic melody or the basic rhythm goes, and you can just you can like improv it out from there. What is that image? What um, image? The Czech general. It's just some like squished image of Nano and Zara in the audience. Oh, oh okay. So if you so if you see the uh see the the post that Tam uh, put up in the okay. corner, of that right. Twitter yeah, they're in the very the- corner. I see. Interesting. <laughs> I was like, this, this, this is the new uh, server sticker. It's just, just <laughs> <laughs> in the corner. Like, Damn. I look so unintentionally unimpressed. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah, um, man. There's a number of things to cover. We're gonna kind of, we're gonna have to skip around a little bit here. But yeah. um, so, all right. Uh, we also kind of missed this a little bit on day one, but Zara and I, because you're here now, Zara, Zara had um, got food from a place. I went back to the hotel and then we went back to the convention center for Odyssey Eurobeats uh, performance. And so I got there and Zara is standing there with the bag of food and we go up and the guests conveniently have a spot in the front row to sit, uh, which I don't know, privileged, yes, but there it is. So I could just walk in. Doesn't didn't really matter what time. Um, is, it, is it really privileged if it ended up with you being directly on top of a base? So that's the thing. I was sitting di- <laughs> directly 
square center in front of the left speaker and subwoofer. The booming subwoofer. It's like he's so, shaking his teeth out. Feel the bass. <laughs> Basically, yeah. So it was it was good, really fun to be there for a little while. But there were two things that were compelling me to live to to leave a little early, and it wasn't because of the performance. It was a great performance. I I would have stayed there longer. But the first thing was holy crap, the bass. <laughs> uh, do, do, do. And it's like, Eurobeat too, dude, sir. It's yeah, like, exactly. like, yeah. Uh, honestly, honestly, if if I had a criticism to um, if I had a criticism to issue, it would be that having everyone sit down in an orderly fashion is yeah. not conducive to a hype well, rave. that's the other thing. Like, once, like, I, it happened after we left, and I know this because there's video of it, but, like, people eventually, some people did eventually stand up and jam a little bit more, right? So, it, yeah. I think it happened more on the right side and we were on the left, but whatever. So, and yeah, the, you, you see that, you see that more, a lot more, um, in Tam's performance where everyone was, Oh, they started oh, oh, up, yeah. they started sitting off all orderly, and then mm -hmm. like it became clear really quick that that was not gonna not gonna happen. For, for a hype yeah, I mean, it, like a, it, eventually concert. Tam just rounds the entire audience, like just walking through playing the violin. That was also sick. Yeah, him just like jumping off stage, and he like because I walked in right as he like so everybody was on stage. He got off stage and he starts playing like in the audience. I walk in and there's. I'm expecting Tame to be on stage. I'm walking in through front door, in and out in hand. Tam is right in front of me, playing the violin. <laughs> and I'm just, just like, walking Whoa. by. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but okay. Going back to the the Yerby performance, the other thing was that Zara had just brought me food, and I wanted to eat because I was hungry. So that's that's why we left a little early. I know some people asked me about that uh, afterwards. Mikotan definitely did. Um, and I was like, yeah, I was just hungry. Sorry. <laughs> it was not the best timing. Uh, but then again, for many things for us in the convention, there were a lot of really strange timing moments, you know, so DMJ had to go get food during the TAM performance and yeah, stuff happened. Yeah. But whatever. Is what we it had is. Booth. We, had, we had our whole thing during the gaming tournament. Yeah. Uh, the finals took place during our panel. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, which, by the way, uh, our panel was on day two. We talked about our station a little bit. Uh, we talked about, or we did a Q&A afterwards to talk with the audience and stuff. And at the very end, uh, we gave away um, just some freebies. We had some t-shirts, so like some of the misprinted Reimu t-shirts, which really, like, the prints are fine. They're just a little bit, like, spackly almost. It's supposed to be, like, the ink it's is supposed blend. to be flat. <laughs> but... Um, we had some samples, like, I gave out one of the hats that isn't even on our store yet. Um, Rendrican got that one, so congrats to them again for that. Um, they took that all the way back to the UK, so I'm never gonna see it again, probably, <laughs> unless it comes back. But, uh, yeah, no, it was like, it was, it was a time, you know, it's, uh, we had a panel to do, it was one of the things as guests that we were going to do. Uh, they gave that to us and said, do a panel or something for an hour, uh, so we did. And yeah, I mean, we've done panels before. We do shows like these all the time. So, you know, yeah. getting up in front of people and talking is not really a big deal. So, all right. Uh, at the end of the day, we struck the booth, you know, took it all down, packed up, ready to go. Uh, and I knew this was going to be a problem ahead of time, but we needed to pack the boxes. And also the boxes had been banged up a little bit from shipping in to, to Los Angeles. 
So I, did, I needed to do a little bit of, you know, in situ repair as much as you can do with the cardboard box, I suppose. But we needed a tape. And so that was going to come from somewhere. DMJ looked around uh, and we couldn't really find any. We eventually, uh, actually it was uh, Dan again from the Toho Project Discord that uh, had a big vehicle, was able to just stuff a bunch of stuff in there, go two blocks down to our hotel room and then uh, bring everything back up. And we had to do that by hand um, because I, I had a I had like a little dolly or something to move stuff around, but it was... I had to pack it up, so obviously it was in the box. So um, took it back there. I still needed tape. Luckily, the place I found tape was um, so after after everything was wrapped up, there was a little bit of like a staff guest get together, um, pizza party kind of thing. Um, Tam has shared this publicly. I don't. I presume it's not a secret, but uh, so we did that. But when I think it was like Mikotan and like one or two other people are heading out, um, they're going to Target. And I'm like perfect. Hey, Mikotan, can you get me a roll of tape? And he's like, done. So I got my roll of tape from him. That problem was solved. Cool. Um, yeah, so that was also where I think uh, Zara ended up getting uh, a photo with Tam. And initially, I'm just going to mention this now, Tam had initially posted a uh, four different pictures with the Gensokyo radio staff. Like, obviously, he, he knew who we were at that point. We were next to them for the entire weekend. But the, the photos that he posted initially were of me, Nano, DMJ, and Nineball. And Nineball is somewhere in this chat, I think. <laughs> and Nineball was posted because he was, wear he was wearing our Gensokyo Radio hoodie. So Tam was like, oh, you He's must... the imposter uh -huh. among us. Nineball's the imposter among us. So I... I... I tried to, you know, I played this off a little, like, fun. Uh, I replied to him, I said, Oh man, I think you found the missing staff member. <laughs> like, like he was, uh, you know. And, and gracious as he is, Tam reposted it, and I, I, he posted the picture I had initially posted where he and Zara got a photo together. So we finally had a, a post from Tam with all four of us. Uh, so that was super cool. Um, he, he didn't have to do that, but he did, so thanks to him oh, once again that's so funny yeah. that's incredibly funny do we you know what we should find nine ball and just like make hit make like a hidden role hidden staff member <laughs> with that image underneath <laughs> and like the like the reason why it's like tam thinks we're, we're, we're the lord and savior tam has decided <laughs> Sam Tam has decided that Nine Paul is the hated man, the yep. hated member. I mean, he, oh. he decided it. It's out of my hands, guys. I'm sorry. I didn't have any say in this for once. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know Tam music is our HR department. <laughs> oh, Ta Tam, Tam handles all all new new hires. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, so eventually we got the stuff taped up, ready to go. Um, so some things that I learned... Uh, we got to day three. This obviously wasn't a convention day, but it was the day that we were all heading out. Uh, Nano, DMJ, and Zara all left before I did. So again, I was the last to depart. But that was also kind of a good thing because I needed to take care of the boxes and shipping that stuff out. So luckily, I was able to talk to Mikotan, who, again, just to remind folks, he's the chair of the event. He's like one of the main people, if not the main person, kind of, like, behind it. Obviously, there's a team, 
But Miko Tan is kind of the person, right? So I was able to catch a ride from them to go down to UPS to get the stuff weighed and labeled and sent back home uh, on its way once again. And uh, I spent more money shipping it back than I did shipping it to Los Angeles, about 2x more. Um, fortunately, however, it appears that within the last month, we have paid uh, back for shipping because of store sales. So thanks to all of you who are getting music and stuff from the store, uh, that makes it a lot less painful to, to do something like that. So thank you, thank you to our listeners for doing that. Um, the, the equipment, on the other hand, is not quite paid for. But hey, you know, I'll, I'll take the wins that I can get. So, <laughs> um, and then just to make you guys a little bit jealous, uh, I ended up, so we took care of the boxes. We headed back to the hotel. Uh, I got a, I, I, I was the person who managed to figure out how to stuff the, the inflatable Marissa Fumo back into its bag. Because it turns out those are actually pretty tricky to, to, to repack like there's not yeah, like a specific uh, it's like trying to stuff a sleeping bag back into its carrying case yeah for context for those who weren't at con and have not seen pictures from a con or oh, anything there well. were two giant inflatable deca fumos yeah uh i think just earlier was in photography there was the uh there was a uh yuyuko fumo uh yuyuko inflatable fumo uh, that I think is James's, and then the one that I managed to stuff back into its bag was the Marissa. Uh, so there were two of those giant seven foot tall or however big they are, uh, Fumo looking things. So yeah, that was a whole thing. Uh, we also so okay day three. I was I said I was gonna we're gonna wrap this up. Obviously we're a little bit over time. Oh okay Zara, that's <laughs> yes that's technically right. That's what they are, but like. <laughs> Okay, so imagine having okay the right one. Imagine having to put that into a bag that's like maybe two square feet. It's not a big bag. It's it's pretty tricky, and it's also like it's it's more tart material, so there's like nothing for it to grab onto. Um, yeah, made it work though. So that that was that was all me. Nobody saw it. I I did take a photo, and I don't know if I posted it anywhere. So, <laughs> but all right. Uh, so day three. After that. We got the boxes out, stuff's packed up in people's cars, we're heading out, but I've got time. My flight's not till 5 and it's like 11 a.m. or something. So uh, myself, Miko-tan, um, and a few people headed out, but before that, um, we also ended up bumping into what in the- what is it? Chat. Okay. <laughs> Just chat. Just, I posted this in the wrong. I posted this in the wrong uh, chat, and it still ended up working. Somehow it still works. Yeah. Somehow. Thanks. Thank you. All right. Um. On the way to figuring out what to do with the rest of the day, uh, we ended up bumping into Odyssey, Odyssey Eurobeat. So we went to brunch at this local place. It was pretty good. There were six of us total. And then afterwards, um, myself, Mikotan, and Odyssey decided to go to the mall, and we just hung out for like two hours or three hours or however long it was so that was my whole afternoon i got to hang out with people who i, I feel like their names precede mine yeah, they're they're more well known than me probably but especially i to say but yeah i've been i've been saying this a lot like it makes zero sense that people were asking me for their autograph i'm like tam's right there you're asking me 
just sign your badge yeah, and Tam's them, right there. Let people have their fun, all right? If someone wants your autograph and... Oh, but it's still at the same time, it's just like, I don't feel worthy. Yeah. I don't. It's and just, it just, the, just I, how it feels I remember, to me. I remember telling Mikotan on the way to the airport, like, I did make that comment myself, where I was like, I, I don't feel like I'm deserved all this like this was a really fun weekend but like man this is am i in the right place am i the right person for this like I, you know it's in I, i've talked about this a little bit before but like imposter syndrome is a real thing you know and if if you're given that opportunity like i know i've been running this thing for a dozen years but like man that was that was a lot in a weekend it really was you know mm -hmm. so anyway let's get to the end of this thing um, I've got a couple remarks. Was it worth it in the dollars sense? Well, like I mentioned, uh, our store sales exceeded shipping costs. So at the very least, shipping's all paid for. Thank you once again, guys. That really does help. Um, new equipment's not quite so covered, but that's fine. In All in good time, right? Uh, there's not much else on that front right now, but I think one of the intangible benefits is that there are more people who know about us now than they did before. Hopefully some of the people who are listening to this, whether they're live or they're listening to the podcast, are listening because we made an appearance there and they learned about us a little bit more and, you know, hopefully there's something there. Hopefully we were able to, to make something of an impact, you know. This is, this is my self-doubt kicking in a little bit, but I, I hope we were able to do some good, so... Uh, and then was it worth it in time? Uh, I did mention it this at the front, but it really couldn't have happened during a better weekend, considering how busy my school schedule was and stuff. So uh, it would have been a lot more hectic if my if I had been busier at school, if that particular week, because like the, the thing is like most weekends I had something to do that weekend. I just happened to not because nothing was assigned. So I got lucky, like I said earlier. Um, when we were there, we did a... Uh, well, okay. Uh, the, yeah. Um, also, the had I done it the week before, I would have been busy. Had I done it the week after, that would have inter interfered with commencement, um, like graduation. So, which, by the way, I guess I haven't mentioned it on a live show yet, but I graduated. So, I now have a bachelor's degree. I'm done. <laughs> so, yeah. Achievement get. Achievement get, indeed. Um, I almost stepped on uh, this section, but you can go ahead and say your piece if you'd like, DMJ. All right. I say that this con festival uh, party was 100% worth it. Like, no, like, hands down, if you have a chance to go, take it. It was a blast. I had a ton of fun, got to meet a bunch of fun people, got to see the fans again, got to see a bunch of old faces I haven't gotten to see in a very long time. I, I, we did a ton of great networking while we were there because there was like it was not just like, you know, oh, hey, there's some artists. We like Xseed was there and, you know, there was a couple other games that were also on there that I wish we can talk about, but they are we can't because we don't have time for games. But like we, we talked with these people, uh, we, we did. A, it was just so much fun and it was so well put on for being a first time. So. I wish it was longer. I just, that's the only thing. Like, I, like not even three days. I want it every weekend. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I don't care if I'm broke and living in a box. I will this is your my way this to is your post -con, This is your post-con melancholy kick in it. I will, I will sell more. I, I would sell everything and live in front of that You would sell so many worms. <laughs> I will sell so many worms. 
So many. But, <laughs> remember to remember to brand them as Toho themed. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's how you get the money. That's yeah. but yeah, it, I just I just never wanted it at the end because like, okay, A B, you get the post con depression, right? This was different. This was a different kind of man. This really sucks because like immediately like I left early on uh, on the 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 third day the the non con day mm-hmm. because I had work the next day and i walked into work and it'd be like oh my gosh the day prior i was chilling with the coolest people on planet earth and now here i am in the suck hole <laughs> back it's, to it's it it's awful yeah i mean just in in my case it was back to back to school back to all that stuff and man i mean you guys know it because I've mentioned it several times over the course of the last few months. But man, it was brutal. Just I wasn't expecting that for my last semester, but I, I got through it obviously. So, all right. Um, Nano ended up writing something in. Uh, it was a high energy weekend. Dynamic with audience interaction made for a cool event. Uh, it was fun with all the various themes across genres played as well. Uh, nod to the Sailor Moon and Attack on Titan intros. Ah, because, yeah, Tam did play some of that as well. So, yeah, it was cool. Uh, it was really neat. I, I Like, Tam didn't play exclusively Toho stuff. He does a bunch of, like, anime, like, fan CDs and stuff as well. I, I picked up an Angel Beats-themed CD from him, from his booth. Uh, so, just because. Just Angel, Angel Beats has a lot of really, like comedic backing tracks for when they uh, to make their jokes <laughs> uh, true yeah all right so that is pretty much it for the for the recap is there anything else that you guys want to add to that before we uh, try to wrap <laughs> this up here it was just a just a fun time like yeah, you, you gotta have fun and like I'm not even really thinking about the money if I was thinking about the money I'd bring up the fact that I haven't been reimbursed for my uh, flight yet but it's, it's not about the money. Well, it's just we're just having fun. We'll take care of that. Don't worry about it. We're having. It was a ton of fun while we were there. I met so many cool people. What was actually really interesting was this was the first time I ever thought of like a convention actually being available outside, and it makes me think like it would be kind of cool like other events being having a more outdoor element for it because yeah it was cold, but if it was like if we could if it because I do know if um. Kind of piggyback off on this they did announce that there were going to be another toho fest and yep. actually uh they uh discord i think just announced that they have tickets on sale for next year well, already yeah, they have tickets on sale yeah so that was a pretty recent announcement uh toho fest 2024 uh tickets on sale now i think so i guess yeah. we'll find out pretty soon if they want us back <laughs> yeah and but like i really think it'd be cool if they can like if especially if they can get it three days like more musical events like more like yeah that stage that we would have to be deal with that stage more but yeah that's no yeah more like, musical like the, guests luna, luna should volunteer us to do the dj well so that's you know it's an interesting thing right uh there was a moment i haven't even mentioned this yet there's so much to talk about but we're so little time right uh <laughs> We uh, there was a moment on day two where the audio engineer comes up to our booth and says, "Hey, what do you guys recommend to play in between performances? I just don't want dead uh, air." So we think about it for a little bit. I'm thinking, what like YouTube or Spotify or whatever. And then of course it's like, well, duh. How about a radio station? So for about half an hour on Sunday, 
I was the controller of the big stage speakers. I got to do kind of what I wanted to do anyway. Uh, I say it was the controller because I was literally remoted into our, our source box and I could control the playlist uh, in real time. So that was neat up until the point where uh, some of the infrastructure got DDoSed and then everything stopped working and our station was down for 40 hours. It wasn't actually restored until after I got home uh, on Monday night. So that was unfortunate timing, but that just means I got another thing to add to the list to improve resiliency and yeah. Once again, as with so many other things during this trip, it was a learning experience and we will be better for it uh, from here forward, so. All right, um, final remark, uh, Toho World Cup is the started this weekend. It runs until the end of July. It happens every weekend, so uh, go check it out in case you like to watch some really skilled, talented people uh, playing some Toho games. We're talking like lunatic and extra levels of, uh, of skill. So pretty neat. That's tohoworldcup.com. You can check out their schedule on there as well. So I uh, just want to throw that out there because we haven't yet and it's about time for us to head out. So thank you for sticking with us for an extended episode of Gensoki Radio Live. Uh, yeah, and I, I, I echo your sentiment, DMJ. I, I hope that we can do something like that again uh obviously we'll we have learned and we'll do better next time so that's all i got anything else from you guys uh go get worms on a string worms on a string yeah uh i'll i'll have to talk to dmj to see if we want to actually use those as freebies or whatever but all right, it's going to do it for this one for live number 28 or live number 128 thank you uh for Zara, DMJ, and myself, Lunar, thanks for tuning in. We'll talk to you next time. Till then. <laughs>